your one-stop shop for guitar, tricks, tips, techniques and advice. With me, Gary Shilliday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. One thing I did find with the the ear master thing that's really good is my my daughter's learning how to play keyboard. It's probably worth sharing this, mm-hmm. and she's doing quite simple rhythms. I think it was a three four rhythm or something, and uh, so I figured out you could write that into Guitar Pro and move it over, and there's nowhere to hide then for her. You know, she can't slow down or whatever. She's trying to actually hit the notes and then she can clap it and everything. So she's like definitely learning something direct about rhythm mm. that you could avoid if you haven't got that metronome or evaluation or an analysis showing of, of it straight away. So it's quite good for teaching her, I think, as well. It's probably just worth saying that. I mean, a really simple way of practicing rhythms is start with the basics. Mm. So start with a bar of 4-4. Four, four. Yep. It's a real, you know, simple 4-4. Four, four. And then maybe take every other pair as eighth notes and we're going to do a single followed by a double. So the double equals one. It's two eighth notes together. And that's basically what strumming patterns are. Yeah. It's a collection of different length notes. Yeah. put together in a continuous pattern which cycles. Yeah. But this is really what we're talking about. This is what makes up rhythms. Yeah. Is different lengths of notes. Yes. That's what makes it up. If you want to make something funky, often the offbeat is the way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes if you've got to play something which comes in on the offbeat, one way of doing it is to almost kind of visualize that you're playing the note or on the beat, or yeah. play it as a mute, which can't be heard very well. Yeah, yeah. I had an incident where some years back I was depping. Yeah. I was on a gig depping with my mate Lee, and um, we were playing Human by The Killers. And it's got this little guitar line in it. Goes all the way through. Now it seems a bit weird. Yeah. So you've got kind of. Five, six, eight on the A string. Yeah, then. And the eight there. But to play it in time with the piece, there's actually an eighth note at the beginning. Right. Although it's all eighth notes, it's like an eighth note at the beginning, which isn't heard. Which is actually like the offbeat. It's almost like bum diddy dum ding, bum diddy dum ding, bum diddy dum ding. Yes. If you think of it like that, bum diddy dum ding, bum. 
So you can even play it in there just to get it. Now just make it a mute. that might just help you to place things in the bar it's so simple once you know and it's such a schoolboy error yep yep you know i mean i'm depping so as lee said to me at the time at least we had the right notes yep. he said he said the other day we had the you know, the right rhythm and the wrong notes and it was just awful yes where somebody depped yep. for them so at least you got the notes right and now you know yeah now i know so now i can play it right but it was probably a case of me having not a lot of time to prepare and Yeah. You know, people don't you always ask for a dep until the last knockings. But sometimes that if you're trying to nail a piece, play that first note that's missing to help you place where everything else is in the bar, then remove it. Or even in you know, if you can do it in your head, you know, Yeah, I'm totally having to do that for some of the like mm. where you're playing the sixteenth notes on the uh, offbeat, you have to sometimes just but play it in a way. So that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Those notes can be quite quite tricky. Too, I think. I was going to talk a little bit about funk. Yeah. Okay. With funk, why do people find it so hard? You can get a guy who's a hardcore shredder, who's like an amazing shred-tastic guy. He's got it all going on, and then you give him a Nile Rogers tune, and he's all at sea. Yeah. Mm, dude, how can you manage thousands of notes and you cannot play five? Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not downing anyone who has those shredding abilities. It is an ability in itself, and I do like that kind of guitar playing. But do you know what? The amount of times I've had to play funky rhythms. Yeah. It's it's one of those things you're always going to have to do. Playing a wedding band, function band, even a rock band. There'll be something yeah. in the set somewhere that needs you to groove. Mm. If you can't make things groove, it just doesn't work. Even Yngwie famously said, groove or die. <laughs> Quite sure what you meant by that. There's too many people who are. There's lots of people that are going to be killed yes. by the Inquay. That's just right. <laughs> Hitting the funeral parlour, he refused to groove. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we're doing funk stuff, this is, this is what's weird. So far, we've looked at so much really belonging to the right hand. Yeah. That's, you know, that's your culprit. That's the one to blame. Yeah. It's the right hand's fault if it goes wrong. However, let's let him off the hook for a second. Yeah, yeah. When you're playing funk stuff, the percussive things, and I would say this is true of all rhythm, really, but especially true of funk, the percussive hits are as important, if not more so, than the actual louder notes heard. Yeah. Now, if you start just and around the fifth fret area of resting on your guitar... Don't squeeze the notes down so that they can be heard. I just want a flat. And we're going to do a 16th note thing. I want an accent at the beginning of each group of four. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right. 
Right, now... On the accents than me, for sure. His <laughs> viva la difference. This is now consistent. Your hand here is consistent. This is where yes. me referring yes. to it as a metronome really comes into its own. Because this is what it's going to be. You've got to lock in with the drummer. Yeah. got to lock in with the bass. It's unrelenting. Got five minutes of it for each song or whatever. <laughs> yeah, You've got yeah, to keep yeah. it rocking, keep it rolling. But what yeah. rhythm is going to now come out apart from that accented 16th note rhythm? Yeah. So we've got basically, imagine your bar and it's in blocks of four notes. And yeah. there's four blocks of four notes. And at the beginning of each of those blocks of four notes, the first hit yeah. has slightly more emphasis on it. This yeah. is what we call an accent. Now, I don't mean to tell grandmothers how to suck eggs, but there's a lot of people out there who would have heard the terminology, maybe not quite know what it means. This is it in practice. So when we accent something, we give it emphasis. Yep. We push a little harder. Doesn't mean I want you to snap your strings and break them. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean that you want to really dig in hard so that you're unrelaxed. Remain relaxed. But just give it a little extra juice on the first of each of those groups of four. Or another way of looking at it is play normally, yeah. but back off on the three in between. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Relaxed. I push slightly with my thumb against my pick. Yeah, okay. Like that, a squeeze. So you are now acting like a drummer playing 16ths on the hi-hat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unstoppable freight train. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to add in, in simple format, we've got five, 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 top three strings. Just going to worry about these. And seven, 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 top three strings. Yep. We're just going to add in hits on those. Yep. So when I say hits, I mean we're going to squeeze that note down, squeeze those fingers onto the board when we want those notes to leap out. Yeah. The rest is percussive. Yeah. I'm going to also, I'm going to play it in its normal format, take the percussion element away, play it again, and then return to the original. What one do you like better? <laughs> Cool, yeah. Real simple. Yeah. 
nele, hein? helps to instill pulse. Right. If you don't yes. have a natural pulse, you need to instill one. Yes. Somehow, That's what some I'm way. to do. <laughs> Once you have a natural pulse, it's like having a timing compass yeah. that keeps you bearing in the right direction, rhythmically. Yeah. And without that, you're all at sea. You're just hitting and hoping. Because once you've got that rhythm, say I want to make this a little bit more fancy. Yeah. And I want to push things out a bit. Yes. I'm going to have that pulse going, right? But I'm going to really deviate. Yeah. I'm going to... I want you to try this at home, folks. See if you can do it. Think like a drummer. Yeah. What does a drummer do when he does feels? He could be a number of different things. He could roll around the kit. He might stagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's he going to do? You're now the drummer. You're in control. So you got almost like this is how I used to practice funk is I'd almost have my own little funk solo going. Yes. But yeah. have that pulse going. If you have to use a metronome, use a metronome. If you have to use a drum machine, which is a bit more interesting than a metronome, use one of those. Or however you do it, it's that pulse because the rhythm governs everything. Mm. You know, if you haven't got the rhythm, you haven't got the tune. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah, totally. If you've got rhythm, because a melody is notes and rhythm. Without the rhythm, it's not a melody. Yeah. Without the notes, it's just a rhythm, and it doesn't have any melodic quality. So it's both together. Yeah. And it affects everything, you know, from the solos you play and the phrases you play 
how you can throw notes around or not throw notes around and yeah. still fall down the stairs and land on your feet. Yeah, you can see that in what you were just doing. Yeah, that's those kind of like fast triplets and things that you're throwing in at times. And, you know, great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to practice your 30 second notes, try that with the funk. Easier said than done. Those. hear a really amazing funk player who isn't Nile Rogers, check out Corey Wong. What's the name again, sorry? Corey Wong. Okay. Do you know this guy? No, I don't think so, no. After the session, I'll show you. Okay. But people, research this man, Corey Wong. Okay. Amazing player. He's just got it going on with his his rhythmically and stuff. He's, yeah, he's he's on it. That man has an internal clock. You can time your eggs boy yeah 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 that's uh it, it definitely i mean it's a slow process of improving uh like but you know i remember i think back to quite a long time ago where you're right down at the kind of eighth notes and 16th and and uh quarter notes and my pulse is definitely better than it was there and you know i can find myself in a song better and things like that mm-hmm. but there's a long way to go with this process as you were just demonstrating, you know, hugely th- long way to go. <laughs> I think playing in so many function bands and bands that do function like material, yeah, has meant that you know if you haven't got that funk vibe going on, yeah, you know, you really need to find it and find it quick because you're going to find so many songs in a set that really kind of require that. Yeah. You know, even places you don't think that you need it. You know, things like if you're playing The Wall Part 2 by Pink Floyd. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, got yeah. that funky jing, jing, kind of rhythm about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's there. It's there. Money it's like, by Pink Floyd, you need that. Is it four, seven, eight? Uh, oh, seven, four, I think that's him. Yeah. You know, you you strange timings crop up a little bit. Yeah. Times like these, that's seven eight. Times like these, yeah. Again, seven eight section in there. Yeah. As far as the funky stuff goes, you know, if you look back to Jimi Hendrix, you had songs like Freedom, and yeah. Killing Floor, all got the that funky vibe. Funk, couldn't they? <laughs> couldn't they? I mean, whoa. well, he he cut his teeth on what was called the Chitlin Circuit. He was playing for people like the Isley Brothers. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's early footage of him, and he's playing some pretty funky grooves. Yeah. You know, these things drive a pop song along, or a rock song, or whatever, and they're, they're kind of essential to having your armory. You know, there is life beyond power chords. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks very much. No worries. Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do and if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Hey.